1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On The Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. My co-host and our real estate expert is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Okay, well, it goes without saying that that pandemic has had an impact on every single industry. And now the debate over vaccines is affecting real estate agents directly. Asif, what are you hearing? You know, it sure is. And, and not only, I mean, we're in the community every day and that's where you know we go into people's houses and the debate comes into play where we say you know should a realtor be vaccinated to protect the communities that we work in since we're going into these houses and we don't know what the immunity would be levels would be like for seniors or children in that home and uh, we've just heard tina that a large Toronto firm has just mandated that their agents be vaccinated to attend in-person events in their office. So it's starting, and, and we've also heard some people that are asking realtors of their vaccination status before appointments. And if I could bring on Linda Miller from Remax Sarnia, Linda's going to join us and talk to us about just that. She was just asked uh, in the same day by two different people if she was vaccinated. Linda, welcome to our show. Thank you, Asif. Linda, we were talking offline about uh, a couple of people asking you prior to, you know, confirming appointments with you if you were vaccinated. Tell us a little bit about what happened. Uh, funny enough, um, I had two in the same day. And I took this as sort of a sign, uh, just something I wasn't really prepared uh, for. I'm, of course, vaccinated. Uh, but I wasn't prepared for somebody to say, hey, are, have you been vaccinated? And the one fellow stopped me before I, he was on his front porch and stopped me before I came upstairs uh, to come into his house. And um, I was wearing a mask. Um, I am vaccinated. And I, of course, answered his question. But I did find it um, new. Uh, I was shocked. But I had the same thing happen again. Um, I went to a listing appointment, and the lady who I happen to be listing tonight has Lyme's disease. And she said, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you, except that I'd really like it if you were vaccinated. And I said, I am. So um, two in the same day. Um, I happened to ask somebody yesterday, because I'm seeing a trend here, um, he was a partner of mine many years ago, Rod Gallery at our office, and I asked him, has anybody asked you? And he said yes, and he's not vaccinated, and they, so he told them, and they asked if he'd mind wearing his mask for the appointment. Um, so I just, I'm, I'm, we're hearing about it, we're seeing it. I know there's going to be lots of agents that you know, don't think it's anyone's business whether they're vaccinated or not. But um, I did a little research, Asif, and in May, uh, we sent a letter, the Ontario Real Estate Association, to a doctor and asked that we be considered 
like a frontline worker after, of course, EMS, healthcare, teachers, daycare. But 80,000 realtors in Ontario wanted to be vaccinated or at least have the opportunity prior to, say, a storefront owner, uh, which is what they've done in New Jersey, Maryland, North Carolina, Oregon. So they're considering us to be a frontline worker. I think it's our responsibility to do our part and get the vaccine. Now, Linda, you said you were shocked when you were asked to disclose your vaccine status. But what if an agent either refuses to disclose or isn't vaccinated? Do you think you run the risk of losing those clients that they may not move forward with you? I do, actually. I think it's going to happen. I also think that if we think about this from a real estate perspective, as a realtor, we're going in, we're taking sometimes strangers through someone's house. Is it, a, is it a wrong thing to ask? Is it bad to say to somebody, hey, have you been vaccinated? Um, I, I, just, I just see it as an up-and-coming thing. I mean, the restaurants are going to have to ask. Um, I don't think it's odd that the real estate community gets asked. And Linda, I mean, since the start of the pandemic, we've been very careful with the questionnaires and confirming that uh, people haven't been out of the country or out of the province, uh, confirming that people aren't ill when we take them into other people's houses and sanitizing and wearing masks. Do you see vaccination status being put on that form so that we can confirm that if we are taking people in that, you know, they are vaccinated and can you see sellers saying, I don't want people that are not vaccinated coming into my home. Well, the lady with the Lyme's disease um, that I'm meeting tonight, um, we're going to have a further discussion as to, because she wants to be very protected. Um, So it will be part of tonight's discussion. I would love to see it. I know that there's going to be a whole environment around this and people aren't going to like the question. Um, But funny enough, I went to the dentist yesterday and just for a regular routine cleaning. And can you believe when I came in, they said, we just want to let you know our whole office has been vaccinated. They don't have to be vaccinated. They don't have to tell me whether they're vaccinated or not. But they're feeling it's important for people. The general population is going with science. They're not going with all the the discussions online and on social media, they're going with science. The science all around the world, not just Ontario. I think it's important. And that's a great point, Linda, because when people are looking for real estate information, we want them to turn to the professionals, which those are us. And we want to be able to provide the right information to the public. And at the same time, when we're looking for guidance on the vaccine or protocols around the pandemic, we're going to turn to the experts and we're going to turn to science. So that's a great point. Now, when you hear, uh, especially where you're at out in, uh, in, in Sarnia, the cases seem to be, you know, uh, higher than most other places. Do you see that the person that was questioning you regarding vaccination status, do you see a lot more of that 
because of where you're at, or do you see that coming over to the Toronto area as well? I, I think it's going to be, I don't even think it'll be provincial. I think it, I think this is just the, it's the new thing. It's the new way. Um, you know, uh, polio didn't stop at a border. It didn't stop in a town. It was everywhere. And this pandemic is everywhere. And yes, there are people that have different ideas, but they're a much smaller group. So when people are telling me herd immunity, I'm saying I'd rather be in the herd with the scientists and the doctors than in the herd without them. Well, you've, you've done that, and thank you for stepping up, and thank you for leading the way. And uh, if people want more information in the Sarnia area, you guys have some awesome deals. How can they reach you? Uh, they can reach me um, by sending me an email or going to my website at linda at sarniahouses.com. Linda at sarniahouses.com. Linda, thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward thank to you. talking to you. Okay, thanks so much. After the break, vaccines and the law. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. On the Market is back. I'm Tina Cortez, and this is York Region's only radio real estate show. Over to my co-host, Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties with today's next guest, Asif. Thank you, Tina. Joining us is a friend of On the Market, Ricky Rathor, owner of REMAX Metropolis and a real estate lawyer. Ricky, welcome. Thanks for having me here, guys. Ricky, we've heard a lot about buyers and sellers and their expectations of realtors right now. And, and our first guest today was just talking about being asked if she was vaccinated prior to being let into a listing. What are you hearing on the street and from your agents? It's a very touchy topic, guys. Uh, what we're finding, at least as, you know, as far as our business are concerned, is that a lot of people are bringing a lot of emotion into this, and, and, and for good reason. You know, at this point, I think many of the listeners would have heard of or have somebody in their immediate family or circle that's been directly impacted by this virus. And so, it, it, you know, it started out in the beginning where my office was getting death threats. I was getting death threats personally because our office continues to remain open as an essential service. And the reality is, is as we've kind of, you know, gone through the different motions of this pandemic, there's been a lot of changes. There's been a lot of, you know, things that have happened that have unfolded in, in, impacting our businesses and how we transact. And so it's definitely an emotional one uh, as far as the consumers are concerned. Now, our previous guest, she mentioned that she has clients who came right out and asked if she was vaccinated. From the legal perspective, what do you think about that? So it's interesting. Uh, when you put your property on the market, as an owner, you're supposed to have a candid conversation with your brokerage to establish what the what the guidelines are going to look like. Especially in a pandemic, the, the seller has to have informed consent in everything that they're doing. So a simple example I can give you is if I, as a broker, intend on putting a lockbox at the property, I've got to let my client know, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, there's a chance that this lockbox could get broken into. You may want to let your insurance company know that we're putting this lockbox up. There's different things that we have to do as far as informed consent is concerned. When a seller and a listing brokerage are having that conversation, 
it's important. A big part of what the brokerage does is have that sales dialogue and establish what are the things that are important to the client and what are the things that are not so important. And then further document those in the listing agreement so that everybody has an understanding. And this will then establish what will happen as far as the showings are concerned. Tina and Asif, a lot of people are very sensitive about this because now with our province of Ontario being, you know, at a point where we've got so many people that are vaccinated, many employers, many restaurants, many businesses are requiring that, you know, the, the, the patrons be double vaccinated. And, you know, as far as we're hearing, there's going to be some sort of a passport or some sort of mechanism to be able to verify this information. So the seller, I feel that it's unsafe for me and the other occupants of my home to not have somebody, you know, to have somebody come in that's not vaccinated, that's within my right. This is not a protected ground. But, uh, unlike things like uh, discrimination, you know, those sorts of things where people cannot, for example, discriminate for employment and housing. When it comes to things like vaccination, this is not a protected status. And this is more of a thing where, you know, it really comes down to what the comfort zone is for the owner. And isn't the onus on the brokerage to follow through with those requests by the seller or by a buyer that, you know, we need to protect our clientele? And part of protecting our clientele would be to follow through on their wishes to, say, only have vaccinated people come through their home. Is the onus on the realtor? Is it on the brokerage? How do we move forward with those requests? So ultimately, after having that discussion and having that informed consent, like the brokerage has to follow the instructions of the client. The client's instructions are absurd or don't make sense, and the brokerage can say, look, you know, with all due respect, we're not going to go ahead with this listing. It, it takes two hands to clap in a situation like this. And so it's really important fundamentally that both the brokerage, the realtor representing the brokerage, and the client uh, that we're disposing of the asset for are all on the same page. If they're not and they can't come to terms, then, you know, it, it's probably for the best for everybody that they don't go through with that relationship and, and list that property. So that's a really important consideration. And again, it starts with the informed consent and having that conversation so that everybody understands what's going on. If a brokerage is listing a property and then not following through with those instructions, then that becomes a very problematic situation for the brokerage. And I think with many listing brokerages today, in having that discussion about informed consent, we're, we're letting you know, clients know that these are the risks associated with having people come through your property, whether they're vaccinated or not. You're opening up to that risk in a pandemic in any event. And so our office, for example, has an indemnity because we know that there's little or no insurance. If somebody walks to the property with COVID and COVID ends up impacting the household or the, or the occupants of the household, there's no insurance coverage for something like that. And so it's really important that everybody's on the same page and has a good understanding of how these things are going to work out fundamentally. So do you think, Ricky, that it's, it's just good business then to mandate that agents be vaccinated? I think, Tina, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a touchy topic because you've got people that, you know, are for the vaccine. You've got people that are not for the vaccine. You've got people on the fence. You've got people with health concerns. And so I think it's, it's for the policymakers to, to have that, you know, discussion and to make that call. I don't think it's necessarily fair for the brokerage or the or the, the realtors to make a decision like that. And I think for the most part, you know, following public guidelines, you know, the, the average brokerage and, and agent that's operating today is, is, is going to ensure that whatever they're doing, they're doing as safely as possible. And, and we've heard from agents and, uh, you know, saying that, hey, I have small children at home. Hey, I live with my parents. I'm only going to work with vaccinated clients. 
do you see this becoming the norm? And do you see more and more people asking for vaccination status as we move forward? And I mean, you know, in your region, Ricky, we're, we're pretty fortunate that almost 80% of our region has been vaccinated. But do you see this becoming an issue as we move forward? And would the vaccine passport that you mentioned earlier, would that come into play? And we would have to you know, accept the vaccine passport or the the vaccination, the proof of vaccination before we let people in. I think things are going to, you know, they're going to become more and more normal. I remember when we started out, you know, at the at the at the front end of this pandemic, and a lot of brokerages had um, these showing forms that they were creating. Right, I haven't traveled, I haven't been in contact with somebody with COVID, um, and there's a series of questions in that form. Well, now, I mean the environment's entirely different. Some of those questions may or may not apply depending on whether, whether you're vaccinated or not. But even today, some of those forms are becoming dated and we're seeing the evolution, right? With, with things evolving in our society, I think the businesses are evolving and adapting as well. So I think that as time goes on and more shots are going in arms, I think it's going to become more normal. And if we've got an 80% vaccine rate that then goes to 90 and then 100, then these sorts of conversations won't be had anymore because we're all on the same page. But I think until we get to that point, there's going to be a lot of discussion around this. Um, and at the end of the day, the realtor's job is to, to do the best they can given the situation, circumstances, and, and really do it in a way that's safe and effective and efficient. And with the tech and other things that we have, if a client says that, you know, I really want vaccinated people in there, well, when, when we first went into the lockdown, we weren't able to do in-person choice for, for, for the beginning bit. So we took the technology. So if I'm an agent, I can't get the vaccine for health reasons or personal reasons or whatever the decision is, I can still help my client see the property online virtually. There's still other things. We have ways of transacting in real estate. So the good thing is, is that it's not one way or another per se. There is always another option as far as our businesses are concerned. And that's a great point, especially when people will say, well, you're preventing me from seeing the property. We're actually not because there are many other ways that you can showcase that property to people that may or may not be allowed into the home. Ricky, if people want uh, more information, how can they connect with you? They can reach out to me at 416-731-8478. Again, 416-731-8478. Always a pleasure to have you on, Ricky, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, guys. Bye When we come back, your questions and the hot listing. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions. And the first one comes from Jana in Thornhill. She spotted a for sale by owner sign in her neighborhood. What are the red flags with this type of transaction? Asif, what do you think? Well, that's a great question. So, you know, when, when a realtor is selling a property on behalf of the sellers. We are bound to a certain set of rules and regulations on what we have to disclose to the public uh, about that property. And basically anything that we know that's wrong with the property, we have to do our homework to find out certain things about a property, and we have to disclose those. Whereas in a for sale by owner situation, they don't have to. Uh, to give you an example, there was a house in Markham that a realtor was trying to sell, and this home was formerly 
an ecstasy lab, and the realtors had to disclose that, so the house was not selling. Then the owner tried to sell it themselves without any disclosure because they're not bound to the same rules and regulations that the realtors are bound to in, in our ethics and, uh, and morals. So you have to be really careful. You have to do your homework, make sure you're getting a home inspection. And even if it's for sale by owner, you can still take in your realtor to ask those questions because we, we know what to look for. We know what to expect. And when we see something that may not add up, we can question that for you. So even though uh, it's being sold for sale by owner, you're still allowed to have representation and uh, you know make sure that uh, you're doing your homework on that property. So it's always a good idea to have the expert as part of this transaction, right? Because again, for sale by owner, you might be thinking, well, gee, maybe I could get a bit of a deal here and I might want to go down that road. But you know, as the owner selling the home, are you thinking, well, anybody can sell a house in this kind of environment? What do you want to say to that? Well, and, and they can, and anyone can sell a house. But when was the last time you saw a for sale by owner uh, get multiple offers on a property or, or have that exposure that a larger company would be able to provide their listing. You know, anyone can put a property on the MLS, but what type of exposure are they getting? What type of traffic are they getting? How are they screening people? Now, this is a scary part for for sale by owners because you don't know if that person that called you is a realtor or not. You're letting strangers into your home and you're setting yourself up for what could be a theft in the middle of the night when you're sleeping or you don't know who you're letting in. And, you know, people could be coming in and scoping out this property. Whereas when a real estate office is confirming showings, we're making sure that this person is a licensed realtor. We're making sure that the message goes through their brokerage to that agent so that it's not going directly. So there's a lot of uh, scary things on the seller side as well as the buyer side. And, and for sure, buyers buyers know that if the person is selling themselves, they're going to save some money because they're going to go in. See, when a home sells, you're looking at the net that goes to the seller because there's some fees involved and those all come off the top. So when a buyer is going to negotiate with the for sale by owner, they're already taking off the fees and the taxes and saying, this is what I'm going to offer you because this is what you would net if I was coming with a realtor and if you were listed with a realtor. So buyers are smart. They're not just going to pay full value to a for sale by owner. They're going to want to make sure that they're getting the best out of that deal as well. And the best information from you, for sure. Our next question comes from Banna in Markham. She plans to rent her basement to help with the costs of owning a home. What does she need to know to prepare for this type of rental? And basement rentals, especially in, in the Markham Richmond Hill area, they're getting more and more popular because there's not a lot of affordable rentals out there. And, you know, when you look at the price of a basement rental right now, we used to be renting full condos out for the same price, and now basements are commanding, you know, $1,600, $1,800 a month, which is pretty scary. But that's what the theme does affordable right now. What you want to make sure is uh, you want to make sure that you're screening your applicants because these people are going to be living in your house. It's not in a house that you're renting out or, you know, in, in a neighboring home. They're actually living in your house. You want to make sure who you're putting in there is going to be the right person and that they're going to fit with the family. You want to make sure you have adequate parking. If, if they do need a parking spot, there's got to be schedules that coincide because you're going to be moving cars in and out all the time if you only have a one-car garage or two-car garage. 
And then you want to make sure that you've covered all the bases for from a safety perspective. So does it have, uh, you know, large enough windows that people can climb out of? Is there a second entrance? Is there a fire door? What type of protection do you have? What type of insulation do you have between the two units? There's a lot that goes in to basement apartments. It's not just, you know, making sure that you have some space and, you know, putting a locked door on it and renting it out. There's, there's a lot of liability from a, a landlord's perspective and a lot to look for as well. As a reminder, you can send your questions anytime to info at 1059theregion.com. But Asif, if our listeners have more questions and prefer to contact you directly, how can they do that? They can always contact me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. Time now for the On the Market Hot Listing. Asif, over to you. We're going to Aurora for a seven-bedroom property, Tina. Four bedrooms upstairs, three in the basement, premium lots, a 50-foot frontage, and it's surrounded by conservation and parks. And this is in Aurora. This is 81 Tonner Crescent, and it's priced just under $1.8 million, Tina. This is a fabulous home. Everything has been updated. It's got a den on the main floor, large bedrooms. Again, seven bedrooms, four bedrooms upstairs, three in the basement. There's also a kitchen in the basement couple of bathrooms in the basement. It's a fabulous property. All right. One more time, the highlights of this property beyond those seven bedrooms and where our listeners can get more information. Listeners can get more information by contacting Marius Mitrofan at 416-828-9064. And again, the highlights of this property, premium lots surrounded by conservation and parks. You've got six car parking spots. You've got a two car garage with four parking spots. There's actually three kitchens in this place. It's got, again, seven bedrooms, six bathrooms. This is an absolute fabulous home. This sounds like a must-see. Seven bedrooms and three kitchens. Wow. Especially after COVID, you're seeing a lot of families move in together and cohabitate. And this is a fabulous property for that because you've got separate living spaces for everybody. So, you know, if you're thinking of selling your property and your parents' property and moving in together, you've got ample space in here to have your own rooms, to have your own kitchen, and still be able to live under the same roof. All right. Thanks so much, Asif. If you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.